I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Episode 26, Back to the Future. Whenever I watch Star Wars or any fantasy sci-fi series, I always think about how some of the more mundane aspects of life are handled in these universes. Like, how do they go to the bathroom? What do they eat? How does money slash currency work? And then I also think, why can't I just enjoy this movie for what it is and not have to think about all this ancillary stuff? But I guess I can't help myself. And I also think... What does healthcare look like in this environment? What does healthcare look like in Star Wars? As a finance professional in the healthcare field, I can't help but think about all the ramifications of technology and medicine in Star Wars and how it all works together. There are a few elements of healthcare in Star Wars, both from a technological standpoint and a mystical standpoint. first instance occurs in The Empire Strikes Back, after Luke is attacked by a Wampa and rescued by Han Solo. Luke is brought back to the Rebel base and placed in what's called a Bacta tank for healing. The Bacta tank is a cylindrical tank filled with a fluid called Bacta fluid, which is a powerful healing agent that promotes rapid healing. This kind of tank is mainly used with seriously injured patients like Luke, who had suffered extreme hypothermia from being out in the winter wasteland of Hoth overnight. And not to trigger anyone, but yes, Luke did have to wear a mask while he was in the tank to help regulate his breathing. So, sorry to bring up the whole mask debate, but it is what it is. Per the StarWars.com databank, clone troopers during the prequel era were also treated using this back to method. Now, at the end of the same movie, Empire Strikes Back, more healthcare procedures are brought into play, once again, with our hero Luke Skywalker after another violent encounter, this time with his father, Darth Vader. His right hand had been completely severed during the duel on Cloud City, so he required a replacement. He's fitted with a new robotic hand, which works functionally as a normal hand, but it is a constant reminder to him of his failure and the fact that he could slowly become more and more robotic and machine-like, like his father, should he continue to make foolish decisions. Two other healthcare instances occurred at the end of the prequel trilogy 
in the movie Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3. Simultaneously, Anakin is being treated for severe burn wounds by the Emperor's minions in the capital city of Coruscant, and Anakin's wife Padme is giving birth to twins on the remote outpost of Polis Massa, far away from the reach of Anakin in the Empire, for obvious reasons for anyone who's seen the movie. The dichotomy here is interesting. On one hand, there's a service involving an urgent life-saving procedure, and on the other hand, there's a service involving the creation of life itself. For Anakin, his burns are treated, but not entirely able to be healed. Due to this, and the fact that his legs and arms have now been completely severed, Anakin is encased in a metal frame body so that he will live, although living now will be an entirely different way of life to the once carefree Anakin Skywalker. For Padme, her situation turns out worse than her husband's, if you can imagine that. With the help of medical droids, she is able to deliver the twin babies, Luke and Leia, and then she passes away mysteriously from non-medical issues. Perhaps it was a broken heart? Perhaps it was something sinister through the Force? You know, there are some conspiracy theories in the Star Wars community um, that would attest that maybe it was Palpatine who was able to drain her life force remotely. But why would he do this? Well, you see in the scene where Vader is first able to move around in his new metal body, that Palpatine lies and tells Vader that in his anger, he was the one who killed Padme. This immense guilt and shame moves Vader further down the spiral to the dark side, knowing that he's truly lost the one he loved. Palpatine needed her out of the picture for this kind of transcendence to occur. So all of these have been technological type healthcare procedures, but Star Wars also does dive into more mystical healing throughout the movies and films and TV series. Um, two notable examples which have occurred in, in shows recently, shows and movies recently, in the Star Wars show The Mandalorian, um, Baby Yoda, or as he's referred to in the show as quote-unquote The Child, which I don't agree with and will continue to call him Baby Yoda for the rest of my life. Baby Yoda is on a mission with the Mandalorian who has been taking care of him and they are attacked by these strange winged creatures from above and one of the characters has you know, a, a huge uh, rip on his arm from one of these creatures that have attacked them and Baby Yoda is able to go up and you know, put his arm on the person and completely heal them. This is also seen in a very similar type scene in The Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars Episode Nine, where Rey is fighting against this, well, she's not fighting, but she encounters this large snake-like creature in an underground chamber, and she's able to put her hand over and heal up a large wound on, on this creature, which is able to help them escape. Later on in the movie, a similar procedure is actually done on her, by Kylo Ren, who was once her, her enemy, who is now finds himself saving her at the very end of the film. So he, he, he puts his hand on her wound and basically brings her back to life, heals her wounds and brings her back to life, but at the same time saps his own life force. So those are a few examples of some mystical-type healings in Star Wars. But let's go back to the more technological aspect. You know, what do any of these, you know, technological-type um, 
healthcare events that occurred in Star Wars have to do with things going on in our world? You know, what context do they bring to, you know, the healthcare of the U.S., the U.K., any other countries? Well, let me ask you this. Is the Star Wars depiction of healthcare meant to be a form of predictive programming for what the shape of healthcare in our universe will look like in the future? Let's, let's think about it. In all the instances I referenced, other than the mystical ones, what is the common denominator here? Well, the common denominator is robots, or droids. It's not by coincidence that you don't see any actual doctors or nurses in these films, but rather all procedures and operations are performed by droids with advanced technological programming. Is it possible this is how our world will look in the future? And is this good or is this bad? Honestly, you know, these robotic elements have already started to creep into our hospitals. Robot-assisted surgeries um, involve a doctor looking at a computer screen and moving mechanical arms, which subsequently control the robotic arms actually physically performing the surgery across the room. It makes tiny incisions, etc. So on the surface, it kind of seems like a good thing. You would be surprised that you know, there are many stories about patients who have woken up from surgery to find various surgical tools and elements and supplies accidentally left inside their body. So um, some of this ro robotic um, intervention could help prevent any human elements or errors such as that. In addition, it could lead to less infections, quicker recoveries, as the robotic arms could make incisions smaller than a human could based on the different mechanical flexibilities it has. Per the American Society of Mechanical Engineers, or ASME, robotic methods can be used to dispense medications into the bloodstream, help with physical rehabilitation, sanitation, and other needs within the healthcare sector. ASME does also state that the robotic healthcare industry was valued at over $7 billion in 2015 and is expected to grow to $20 billion by 2023. That's a lot of money. So, here's my question. Do we want this? Or more importantly, do we need this? These robotic elements, you know, being more and more ingrained into our lives, this seems to be a slippery slope towards robots and artificial intelligence controlling important aspects of our lives and possibly even taking jobs away from hardworking humans. I'm sure anyone who's seen the movie Terminator or other post-apocalyptic films understands the dangers of relying too much on technology to serve our needs. It's something initially that's seen as a convenience, but it slowly becomes intrusive and takes over. And once it gets to that point, there is no turning back. I mean, think about this. What if you're at the hospital and a robotic machine determines that because of existing health risks you have, you should really just be eliminated, put down. Or, this robotic machine determines that you should be given a vaccine or other type of treatments, even if you don't necessarily consent to them. Also, apart from a robot revolution, you, we do have to look at who is controlling and investing in these types of technologies. And while I haven't dug into it too far, I'm sure it's the same players involved with all other types of global control mechanisms.
So in closing, hey droids, thanks for saving Luke, but please don't try to save me or the rest of humanity. I think we're good. May the Force be with you. <laughs>